Hello everyone, welcome back to the Shintaro Higashi Show with Peter Yu. Today we're going to talk about living in a judo desert. Doing judo where there is no judo. Yeah, that's that's right. right. But today, I just want to say I'm sorry for not having uploaded a video on YouTube from this podcast in a very long time. And I must say it's Peter's fault. (laughs) Yeah, it is in a way. Yeah, so what was the issue? The... Oh, well, hold on. I thought you were going to say something. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the issue is this. The issue is this, right? We log yeah. on to Squadcast. We have this conversation. You know, I could see Peter. He could see me. And then Peter just kept having these technical issues. He just kept getting logged out. And he's the computer programmer, right? <laughs> and I'm just the judo goon. So I'm like, damn, what's wrong with your goddamn computer? Right. That was like, getting oh, you know, too. Yeah. And we just couldn't figure it out. We were hitting up Squadcast, you know, day in and day out. What's going yeah. on? What's going on? And. You know, Peter's doing something funny with his like Linux and Windows running on the same computer and all this stuff. And then we finally yeah. figured it out, right? Yeah. So it was uh, a thing. I have to thank the Squadcast support because they've been great. You know, they've been really knowledgeable and responsive. Um, but the issue was that on my desktop that I record this on, I have two operating systems, Windows and Linux. Yeah. And they track their time zones differently. So yeah. Basically, when I got on my Windows uh, operating system, uh, my time zone was wrong. And that caused an authentication problem with Squadcast, mm. which kept kicking me out. So my, yeah. my video wasn't getting uploaded to Squadcast uh, properly. And then, so Squadcast actually came up with the solution that they asked me like, hey, does your desktop happen to, have a, happen to be in a wrong time zone? And I was like, you know what? It is because, and I've never yeah, fixed it because, it. yeah, yeah, I've never fixed it because it never caused a problem until now. Yeah, and turns out that was the problem. Yeah, that's a very out of the box solution. Right? I know. We yeah. were like, oh man, the software is <laughs> messy, and that's pretty cool that you run Linux and Windows. I run Mac OS and Windows. I have like a partitioned hard drive. Oh, you but still I never do? use Windows because I can't yeah. figure out Windows. Windows are still <laughs> for me. So I was able to get yeah, it there. Very and that's different. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's still Windows good. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple. Apple you know? makes it easy. Yeah, makes it easy. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so let's go back to doing uh, judo when where there is no judo. And yes, this is a very common thing. And this, this was a suggestion uh, from our one of our patreons actually. Yeah. And especially a common thing in the U.S., I guess. Yeah. So what does that mean, right? Yeah. So, oh, man, I'm, I'm doing jujitsu or I'm into karate or I'm into some martial arts and I want to do judo because I've been looking up judo, but there is no judo in my neighborhood. What do I do? It's a pretty common thing that mm-hmm. I, I hear. Uh, just the first thing, it's like when you're watching judo online and uh, observing stuff like that, I think is the first step. Right? Once mm-hmm. you're watching it and once you're interested in it, I want you to keep that interest going. And, you know, if you can keep up with the IJF competition circuit, that's great. If you can watch tutorials, find your favorite instructors, that's great. And then that's like the first, very first step. Right. Right. And then you have to kind of take it from there to the training. Yeah, but I guess that's a big problem. I mean, everyone can watch videos. Yeah. But how everyone do you watch find videos. people? Yeah. Yeah. You, have, you need so, another body to train. Yeah. You do need another body to train, and I don't suggest just grabbing your wife or your girlfriend <laughs> or your boyfriend and just start doing throws on them because it's unsafe. You definitely want to be trained with a professional. What I say to people who are looking for dojos all the time is visit all the dojos in the in the region. 
That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. You have to go visit all the dojos. Mm-hmm. Because when you go into a dojo and say, oh, I really like this place. I'm just going to join. You don't know what else is out there. Right, right. You have to be sort of an educated consumer. And that's one of the things that I always suggest. Like go visit all the schools and see which is a good fit. Sometimes you go in and, you know, the, you just vibe perfectly with the community. The teacher's amazing and you just kind of know, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's one of those things. Uh, but first visit all the dojos. And right. I would say judo and jiu-jitsu because those are very related martial mm-hmm. arts. Right, that's so first. You, so anything or like for us to do some research on, uh, to see what's available. See what's available, around. yeah. 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 So the BJJ or judo. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess the question is like it, we were, there might not be one, you know, mm, around. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I don't know how common that case would be, but, you know, they, they're, they're doing, you know, they, they do exist. Like, that's true. If you're in the middle of nowhere, it might not be, there might not be an option, but I would say, you know, a close option is I feel like jiu-jitsu would be there. Right, BJJ, yeah. BJJ would be there, and if not, you know, go into some other martial art, like wrestling. There's wrestling all over the place, right? right. Some kind of grappling martial art is good. Mm-hmm. So you join a martial arts school or a grappling school, mm-hmm. and then you want to have an open dialogue with the instructor. Hey, I've been watching these things. Hey, I've been... Right? And of course, you don't want to overstep your boundaries because there is Im- an immediate hierarchy when you join a martial right. arts school. There's mm. a belt and system and there's a teacher. You're the student. You're mm. walking in. You're like, oh, you know, I've never done this before, but, you know, I've been watching judo videos online. You know, let me just, <laughs> you know, work some of the stuff out on you. All right, that's not you really going to fare well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one's going to like you if you do that. <laughs> so if you're joining a wrestling club or a jiu-jitsu club, you know, learn that martial art first, right? Get right. into it. Learn it. If there is no judo, I'm saying, mm-hmm. learn that art and then start trying to make connections between what you see online and that grappling style and see mm-hmm. how it can potentially connect. Mm-hmm. I right? see. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu is a good one because it's so relatable and accessible because even a lot of our Patreons, they're jiu-jitsu guys. Yeah. The jiu-jitsu guys who are interested in judo and exactly what we're talking about now, oh, we don't have a judo school in our neighborhood. Right, right. Yeah. And there's always a time before class, after class, where there's sort of like that, you know, depends on what martial arts school you go to, but there's sort of this downtime. Right. Downtown, downtime, uptime. <laughs> and during yeah. that time period, you could grab someone and say, hey, can I work some of this stuff on you? The right. key is to drill those things slowly mm-hmm. because it's dangerous. So that uh, during those downtimes, you, you're saying you could work on those things that you see on YouTube online. Yeah. 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 And I'm not but like I, uh, too big of an advocate on like watch stuff on YouTube and try it out. You know? Right. I mean, even though that's my whole thing. Right? <laughs> you want to learn from your teacher, not just right, right. the internet. Right. I right, think you maybe start you're trying some stuff out. Yeah. And then you want to talk to your teacher. Yeah. And you should bring it up. Is, yeah, bring it yeah, to the teacher, yeah, right? Like, oh, yeah. this is what yeah. I saw. But then don't do that during the uptime, so to speak, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Do, do that during the downtime, you know, during the uptime, mm-hmm, yeah. like fo- focus on the main parts. So, yeah. So another interesting point, so that's on the training side. So say, yeah. you know, you got, you got some training experience, you found a gym, although it might be far away. But now, yeah. you know, competition, going to a competition is a mm. big part of these, all of these grappling arts. Yeah. Uh, although we do say competition may not be for everyone. 
Yeah. But if you want to go to a competition, but there's no competition around, like that's yeah. close by, mm. what do you what do you think people could do? I mean, you, you got to travel. Get on an right. airplane. <laughs> <laughs> airplane drive. But, you know, even then, you know, I will go check out the scope the competition first. You right. know, I try to, not that I discourage all competition, but if someone in my judo school is like, I want to compete. It's like, yeah. okay, you know, do you have any idea what it's like out there competing against, you know? Oh, I, mm. I you know, I trained for three months. I feel like I'm really good and tough. Uh, okay. But, you know, white, yellow, green belt division. Now you might get a guy that's been doing judo for six years. How's that fair? Right. Uh, it's not fair. But it's just how yeah. it is. You know, yeah. So go check it out. I would go watch it and then see if it's something that you might be interested in. Most people uh, don't take the time to do it. Watching. I mean, I guess one. Yeah. You could make a trip out of it with your teammates that who compete. You can kind of yeah. go on that. Yeah. That's an option. This yeah. is the thing. Most people don't really know how they're going to fare in competition. Right. And the thing how is, they know. I want to compete. Yeah. They will know. They will know. A lot of people have not competed. Uh, now all of yeah. a sudden, you know, they're doing this martial art and they're pretty good in the dojo. And they're like, I, I yeah. want to, you know, test it out. Great. I love that you are enthusiastic about it. Right. I want to support it, but I have no clue whether or not this guy or girl is going to crumble under the pressure or get injured or I have no clue. Right. It could be right. the worst experience for this person ever. Could be. Mm hmm. Or it right? could so be like, the best. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be in that environment and see if you take to it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if there is no judo tournaments right near you, then I would <clears throat> go to a jiu-jitsu tournament and right. check that out. <laughs> there are right? more, more of those, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more of those, you know? What, what do you think about, like, <clears throat> asking your uh, teacher to organize, like, an in, intra-club competitions or inter-club, small inter-club competitions? You think that's how I, I've never been to the, one of those. So I yeah. don't know how you've done yeah. those. Yeah, I've done a bunch of <clears throat> stuff in that kind of world. I've done taking the kids and we had yeah. like, uh, you know, my buddy Joe's school down in Staten Island. Right. And, you know, we had a crisscross thing where he would bring his guys, all his kids students to my dojo. And I would bring mm. all my judo students to his dojo. And, you know, we did it, you know, right. back when the kids program was something. Yeah. And that was pretty good. You know, and we've got to make safe matchups and, you know, we'd have an open discussion about is this kid that my kid is about to fight a killer or not. Right, right. Right. We'd be, you know, very transparent about that because we don't want any mismatches. The goal is right. not for any of our kids to get bombed. Right, right. Right. The goal is for them to get a, you know, Just and, you know even then, and have fun. Yeah, yeah. Experience and have fun. I've done that before. I've done little tournaments in the house, in-house tournaments where yeah. they're showing technique and doing technique demonstration for the kids. I think it's one of the best things. Mm, I've done not, that. Not doing uh, full-on matches. Not doing full-on. Although it gets a little bit tricky. You know, uh, there's not too many clubs nearby, but it's a pretty big ask, right? Mm -hmm. it, uh, Wednesday night, instead of having practice at our dojo, we're going to go to this other person's dojo and we all have right. to travel and we all have to do this. Some people can do it. Some people cannot. Right, right. Right, so I'm going to leave most of the people that can't go and then just for, you know, uh, maybe eight or nine students that are going to be able to do it, it's hard mm -hmm. to justify. Right. And there also, there's a little bit of like that, you know, political, like, no, they come to me kind of a situation. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, between the dojos? Like for Between the dojos? dojos? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And oh, And, you know, there was a dojo in Queens that had a, a workout at 2 p.m. on Sunday. And I wanted to uh, support that. He has a yeah. new location. He combined forces during the pandemic yeah. with another dojo. So uh, it's two dojos in Queens that said, you know what? We're both losing our lease. We're both suffering. Let's <clears> find <throat> another location and combine schools. And they mm. did it. 
and they have a much bigger facility and I want to support that. I really do. But I'm yeah. not going to burn a Sunday with my daughter to go to work out to do Mandori with these <laughs> right. guys. Right, right. It's like, what am I going to get out of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Show my support, yes. You know, but I'm not, you know, me and my daughter, we had like a thing that we were planning on. Like, we're going to do this, this, you know, Sunday. And, oh, honey, I'm going to go to this judo thing and do Mandori <laughs> for two hours and hang out. And then right. it's just, I just can't justify it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, like, something like that's great. And, you know, Mikhail from Philadelphia uh, mm-hmm. In that region, he came, and he's the man. You know, he's uh, the coach for USA Sambo, and he brought yeah. his team. And, you know, I was watching some of the clips online, and, you know, Mikhail's like in his 50s, and he's like throwing down, and he's also a yeah. red and white belt, and he's the man, you know? Yeah. So, like, I love that guy. It was yeah. nice to see and that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, if he would have been like, if I knew he was going to be there, maybe I would have gone. Yeah. But, maybe you know, later. It's, it's, yeah, it's tough Mikhail to justify, always- man. Mikhail always brings his kids, so maybe when yeah. you know your daughter gets older yeah. and then she gets into judo, maybe you can. I think take it's very off. difficult with the, these kinds of things because everyone's on different wavelengths when it comes to this stuff. Oh, okay. Right, you see it administratively with the back end of judo organizations. Some people do it full time. A lot of people don't do it full time. Some people right. do it part time. Some people do it for money. Some people do it as volunteer. Yeah. So right. now all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know, we're going to do Friday night workouts at my club. Let's do it. It's like, wait a minute. You know, I have a club and I have practice. I'm not going to shut down my practice to go to your practice. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And then, oh, you know, I have a full-time job. I worked all week, you know, uh, 9 to 5, 9 to 7. You know, it's Friday. I just want to fucking watch TV with my whatever. You know, so right. it's, it's, it's a tough ask for a lot of people who are running clubs who are in the position to do it. Mm. Maybe we're competing on Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. maybe my guys are banged up. Maybe I have a young team. You know, maybe all these different factors kind of contribute to it. And I think it's very difficult to rally everybody mm. uh, and do something like this. You know, it's been done. People do it. Right. And then but I, I think I guess, in judo, mm. there's a lot more people running dojos part time. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's without a doubt. I know lots of people, firefighters during the day, running a dojo at night. Mm hmm. I know a guy who's a nurse during the day, running a dojo at night. Mm. This person's a school teacher, running a dojo at night. Uh huh. Those people have different time constraints. Right. So they, you know what I mean? Those people aren't bought in as much as the people mm-hmm. who are doing it full time. And I guess there could be those type of people, that type of people are more common in areas where there's not a lot of judo. Because yes. that's just the nature. I think so. But, that's just my yeah. nature. Uh, yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think so. To In summary, I think, you know, combining forces to have, in, you know, inter-club competitions could be a good idea. And there are not that many competitions around. But, yeah. you know, it, it requires work, I guess. Com- it requires work. Everything yeah. requires work. Yeah. It really does. Uh, it is a great idea, you know, and I'm not trying to push people away from it. But there's reasons yeah. why I don't do it. You know, if I was a single person <laughs> when I was, yeah. when I used to be, uh, yeah. I focused a lot on things things like this. You know, we did KBI right. Super Fights, which was like this. Re- you fought. In that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we made a production out of that. Yeah, we made a production. Yeah, we. Yeah. It was like a hundred people <laughs> spectating at the in the dojo. It was too much. It was With a, a videographer hazard. and then the everything. videographer. We had everything. Yeah. I was so nervous. I was like, oh man. Oh really? If everyone, you know, gets trampled or something or run out of oxygen. <laughs> In this Run out space. Out. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh man, I hope no one breaks a leg. 
But, you know, yeah. we've done all sorts of cool events, but it gets harder and harder, you know, right. the more you have a kid or the more, you know, life yeah. gets in the way because everyone's in a different place in life. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, you know, I remember seeing an interclub competition in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we're going to invite, you know, 20 high schools in the region. Everybody's <laughs> coming in. Yeah. And there was 400 people in the room. And the teachers are full-time, right? Like those judo teachers? They're all full-time. That's all they do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, we had 400 kids in the room, and we're gonna, all going to have matches. And they divided the mats up into small little competition areas. They had like 10, 15 mat, match areas going. Yeah. Two, three hours we were out of there. And then they had to have practice right. after that. <laughs> I competed in that. It was a yeah, we, high school you, intra-club. Right. You, uh, I was like we 27. talked about that in uh, on other yeah. episodes, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you were there, there for a training yeah. camp, right? I was there with the university team, but they went on yeah. summer break, but the high school was still going. So I was training yeah. with the high school team, and the coaches were like, you want to go out there and compete against these high school kids? I was like, all right. <laughs> I go yeah, out there, fun. and all the, all the coaches are like, that, that kid's not in high school. <laughs> you're, <laughs> it says you're, USA you're, on the backpack. Oh, backpack. And then <laughs> some of the other coaches are like, ah, he's fighting for the U.S. not that good anyway. And I hear all this stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. So that yeah. maybe... maybe um, Another solution, I mean, it could be a long-term solution for uh, this judo desert would be to get judo integrated into the NCAA, the scholastic programs, maybe. That's a big ask, man. I got to tell you, people yeah. have all these ideas. You know, people give me ideas like this, like, you should teach the NYPD judo. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a great idea. That's a big ask. You know, what? I'm going to yeah. network my way into the right decision maker and then teach them a little bit of judo. Oh, and yeah. Get... That's too much work for me with no... I'm not saying that's not worth my time, but I'm over, my time is already stretched thin. Yeah, you can't do everything. Yeah. can't do anything. I got work yeah. and daughter. Daughter, yeah. And podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I do. Like, yeah. It's not gym, tent, laundry. It's like judo, GTO, daughter. GTO, yeah. Yeah. Gym is a big part of it. GDP. Oh, yep. no. J- JPD. JDP. Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right. But yeah. So you then, know, uh, there's yeah. a story about Kashiwazaki I kind of wanted to share when we were talking about this topic. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know Kashiwazaki, just YouTube him. He's spectacular. He does all sorts of weird moves like sumigaishi, tomonage, newaza. So during He's a, the newaza, like, newaza specialist or something, right? Cause, he was yeah. a newaza specialist, yes. Yeah. So he was doing a lot of this jiu-jitsu stuff, looking right. stuff, you know, yeah. before it got popularized and... Uh, you know, that's how he made a name for himself. But he was a right. high school judo coach, so he didn't have training partners. Oh. So he devised a way to train against uh-huh. his students because he knew he wasn't going against the biggest and the best. Oh, interesting. He was training high schoolers. Yeah, yeah, he was a high school coach. So if you look at the era of that time of judo, he has a very, very distinct and unique style, mm-hmm. which I love that. Yeah. Right? So in theory... Can you win an All Japan, or I forgot what title he won, but can you win yeah. one of these major titles only training with high school kids? Right? He can, you can. He proved this. Yeah. Similarly, can you do just BJJ, learn judo, and develop your stand-up game while you're belonging only to a jiu-jitsu gym yeah. while watching videos and right. know, putting together a little downtime pod situation? Yes. 
And I have people reaching out to me specifically and then sending me videos. Hey, is this good? Hey, is that good? You know, mm-hmm. I have like this virtual coaching thing. You know, I don't mm-hmm. charge for anything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, 90% of inquiries I just generally ignore. But mm-hmm. sometimes somebody will get through with the right message. Uh-huh. And then oh. I'll check their profile. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they're really trying hard and they seem genuine. And it's like, you know, sometimes you scroll through somebody's Instagram and you're like, I want to help this kid. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then you get that. Yeah. Right? And then I have a couple people that I'm like kind of going back and forth with and, you Mm -hmm. know, they send me videos. And now they kind of have a, you know, I wrestle. I want to learn some judo throws. Mm -hmm. What techniques are great? Here are some videos from my YouTube. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Here's me doing them. No gi. What do you think? I think you should do it from an underhook instead. Mm -hmm. Something like this. You know, now they kind of have a throwing game. <clears throat> yeah. And every now and then I'll see them throwing on, on Instagram, like just, you know, out of the blue. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, maybe I made a little bit of a Difference. impact on this kid's yeah. life. Yeah. Right? I see. Usually it's not a kid kid because I don't really want to be interacting with minors or anything like that online. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm talking kid like, you know, anybody under 30 is a kid to me now because I'm, you know, pushing 40. <laughs> I right? see. I, yeah, I, I, I get that. condescending, but, you know. I you're not pushing 30, 40. Come on now. I am, man. I'm thirty-seven. Oh, pushing forty. It's not pushing forty. Yeah, masters division yeah, so coming up. <laughs> so yeah, that's so the idea. Yeah, BJJ guys, very but, very. But you know, BJ judo is like seeping its way into jujitsu now. So I don't think you yeah. have that hard of a time finding people to do stand up with. So wait, so how did Kashiwazaki practice mm-hmm. with the with this? What was his strategy to? train with his uh, high school students i don't really know i just know that story <laughs> you know, i want to interview him like hey kashi Wazaki, what's up man uh, how did you train uh it's like we got we're know, in <laughs> i think the biggest advantage the edge that he had was that he was watching judo in japan and saying okay uh tomonage sumigeishi not so utilized that's my gap that's the niche I that see. i want to exploit yeah. And that kind of stuff always happens. If some people are doing mostly this, then you find something that's a little bit different, then you excel mm. at that and you understand those positions well. Leg locks has been around forever, right? But then right. as soon as Donaher and his team were like, all right, I love leg locks. I want to explore it because people aren't really using it properly. That's uh, what we're going to specialize in. That's what they did. Everyone, they specialize in this. Now they want everything it, with yeah. it. Yeah. Now everyone does it. Now they've moved on to something else. Which is? Mm, I don't really know because I don't really follow <laughs> so closely. But like they moved on to something else. They did a back attack system, open guard, this yeah. and that. I see. They're always a little bit ahead of what the trends are doing. So this that is something you, you could. Yeah, this is something you could do when there's uh, like you don't necessarily have to do what every judoka is doing when there's no yeah. not much judo around you. You can try to study the art carefully yep. and then yep. try to find a gap. Yeah. And exploit that. Yeah. And even my dojo, when I was young, we didn't have high-level competitors at the school. We had a right. lot of hobbyists, enthusiasts, yeah. people who were tough grapplers, but they weren't competing day in and day out on the international right. circuit. So I was right. the only one really coming up through those ranks. Right, right. So you go travel and do a training camp. That's another thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. There's training camps all over mm-hmm. the country. Right. Not You're... all of them are good, but you know, the ones <laughs> like Jimmy Pedro does... Yeah. Very good. In January, they're doing a training camp in Florida. Uh-huh. Actually, it's coming up. 
by the time this goes up, it's probably not. It's already it passed. Yeah, I think um, uh, late January they're doing like a four-day camp or something like that. Right. You know, Jimmy's going to be down there. All the best U.S. guys going to be down there. Mm-hmm. You know, at one I point see. they used to make it mandatory for people on the team to go to these things in order to get funding. I see. They well, used to have a Lake Placid winter camp every year. We used to go to the training camp in Montreal. All the oh, yeah, the winter. Yeah. We used to have like world championship uh, camps. So mm-hmm. like if you live in a judo desert, you can go to these things. And I've been to like the world, you know, championships training camp, you know, up in Wakefield, Massachusetts, two weeks before the world championships in the summer, mm-hmm. you know, whether I was competing or not competing. Uh, just go to train. And then, yeah. Yeah. And there would be the people there like, you know, not a lot of them, but mm-hmm. blue belt jujitsu guy or this guy does judo, but he's only like a brown belt, but he's oh. there. I've pretty seen open, that. huh? I've seen that. It's pretty open, yeah. Yeah. You know, they put you up in a little bit of a hotel situation. Right. You know, you have morning practice, night practice. You kind of hang out during the day. You, you could know? go to sem- seminars too, I guess. The Not seminars. just training camps. You yeah. have some seminars coming up. I do have seminars coming up. I have one in yeah. uh, North Dakota. Dakota, yeah. That's in April. And I have one in Las Vegas mm-hmm. in March. So that's my, Pack you know, schedule. I don't usually do seminars, you know, I used yeah. to do a lot of them, but then I got, you know, tired of them and I yeah. used to do a lot of privates and then I got tired of them. But, <laughs> you know, during Corona, we didn't do any. And right. then the inquiry started really rolling in. Uh-huh. And then this is a special one because he's also a Patreon and he, I've been having a lot of conversations with him through yeah. our discord. So I was like, you know what? I will do it. He's, you know. There's a minimum fee to, like, get me out the door. Right, right. Uh, it's below it, but, you know, he gets special treatment because, you know, I'm very grateful so he's that a super, he's a Patreon yeah. <laughs> and he's contributing to the community. So yeah. I'm going to do my best to, you know, give, you know, my best out there. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to make sure that he has a good time and it's worth it for him and his people yeah. out in North Dakota. Must be beautiful Las Vegas, too. I'll be yeah. in Vegas. That, yeah, I gotta say that one. I'm looking a little bit more forward to. Maybe I'll play some blackjack or <laughs> Get something. Some yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. but so, it's beautiful out there in, in the North game, Dakota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm in the game with that a little bit. So yeah. you know, maybe I might consider doing one seminar a month, like an away seminar a month. Yeah, maybe right. So like, you could reach out to me, and then you could ask me for my pricing and all this stuff. Usually, I split it with the gym. Mm-hmm. I split fifty fifty with the gym, so the gym can make some money. Yeah. That, right. So that that's an option, you know, bringing some big names like Shintaro Higashi to your local judo scene for a seminar. There you go. That that's the solution. That's yeah. leading up yeah. to this whole thing. <laughs> judo desert, fly me in, fly me in. <laughs> that's right. And he'll <laughs> Shintaro will save you from the desert. Yeah, it's we'll like do fifty fifty, right? And yeah. then there's like sort of a floor, a price yeah. floor, you know, because I don't want to go out there for you know three hundred dollars and then you know burn yeah. a weekend with my daughter. That's everything right. really right now. You yeah, know, I'm trying to spend as much time with my daughter as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I spent a lot of time with her, but still, you know, I want to make sure I don't, you know, daddy, where are you going? It's like, ah, I got to go away for three days to teach judo for $300. It's like, I don't really want to, <laughs> yeah, I can't justify that. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. You know? Right. Your but if it's a couple precious, grand yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to fund my kids 529 and, you know, do the right thing. And what a great father. Could be worth it. Ah, yeah. You know, I try. I try. <laughs> all right so here are some ideas for uh those of you who live in a judo desert where there's no judo um uh let us know if you have more suggestions uh 
Please support us on Patreon if you can. Anything else we missed? No, that's it, man. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and stay tuned for the next episode.